0: Quick warning, this is a collection of creepy encounters, and as such, viewer discretion is advised, some of these topics are a bit sensitive. And, if you have a true scary story you want to send my way, go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit, or check the links down below, and of course, thank you. I'm a Filipino, and it might sound stereotypical to tell you that our country has a lot of crimes, but it actually does. When I was about 15, I moved to my grandmother's house located at Malabon, which is pretty close to Manila. My mother and my father got separated when I was still a year old, and I lived my whole life with my mother up until now. My grandmother, which is my dad's mother, asked my mom if she was okay to take care of me, since me and my mom were struggling to make a living ever since my father cheated on her. At first, I was scared to leave my mom behind because I know that I could be there for her, but I realized that it might lessen her struggles if my grandmother would keep me. Fast forward, I made friends in Malabon. It wasn't that much of a struggle since I'm friendly, At that time, I missed my mother a lot and I started to do dumb stuff. I was so rebellious at that time, I even started stealing a little bit of money from my aunt just to play video games with my friends at the time. Just to pass some time and temporarily forget about my anxieties and thoughts. I know, I was too dumb and young at that time. It was not long ago that I got a taste of my own medicine. It was another dumb day to steal from my aunt and go out with friends. On that exact same day, my friend asked if they could bring me somewhere else, instead of our typical routine of spending a whole afternoon playing video games at an internet cafe. So, they brought me to a small city. We decided to spend our time playing in the arcades. It wasn't a very long time until we noticed the two guys, probably two years ahead of our age, started following us. I thought they might be fooling around because they started stepping on our flip-flops. At that time, I thought they were just doing it for laughs. Seconds later, one of them wrapped his arm around me and asked if we had any money on us. I was with one of my friends, and somehow we got separated with the other two. At that time, we already knew what was up. We had just gotten confronted by juvenile robbers. They kept asking us if we had money with us. At that point, me and my friend didn't notice that it was kind of a modus. They wrapped their arms and kept asking you, making you anxious, and it kept your focus on them. They were leading us to some place. They asked for a hundred pesos, which is like $2, but it's still a huge amount of money for some Filipinos. I told them that I only have a 500 peso bill, so they brought us to a drugstore and told us to buy something in order to get some change and hand them the 100. After that, I gave them the 100, but for some reason, they kept following us. It wasn't too long after that until they showed us some makeshift knives- They were threatening to lead us somewhere well hidden, and to stab us. I was too young. Of course I got scared, and I was extra scared because my friend, at that time, was putting all the blame on myself. Not long after that, the guys led us somewhere and started telling us that we should start praying for ourselves. They kept telling us that we're nearly there, That's when I saw a storage facility of a supermarket, and there were a lot of security guards and some supermarket staff hanging around. I immediately pushed the guy that was following us and ran straight to the security guard, telling them that those two guys were threatening us and that they took our money. Luckily, we got escorted by the guards, and we got home safe. It might not be that scary to a lot of you, but that encounter left a huge portion of my teenage life scarred. I almost lost my life if I hadn't cried. I might have lost a friend. Up until this day, thinking about that situation, I could have been dead, because we do know for a fact that they were very serious about it. I'm often reading stories on this thread, but I've never taken the opportunity to tell my unfortunate encounter with creepy strangers. This story happened two years ago. At the time this story happened, I was 22. I stopped running for a year or two, but I was starting to have serious difficulties falling asleep at night. Sometimes, when I felt that I was not tired enough to fall asleep quickly... I was going out for a jog, hoping that it could solve my sleeping problem. What is important to know is that I used to run at the same places all the time. I never changed my path for several months. The night that this incident happened, it was approximately 9pm. I was not feeling tired at all, so I decided to go out for a jog. As usual, I started to go outside and run. I'm scared to jog in a park or isolated place at night, so I usually run a few blocks from my house. There are usually people that are dining in their houses around this time. I'm able to see them eating dinner in front of the TV from outside, so it reassures me. So I go for my usual path. There's a certain street in which I usually do my warm-up. In this same street... There's some weirdo, guy, at the first floor of a small building. He's usually in his kitchen making food most of the times I go there. He sometimes stops when he's cooking and stares at me running. This guy lives in a block where there are four streets where I often run. While I was running near this block, I saw a red car behind me. The first thought that hit me when I saw it was, Huh. This car looks like a serial killer's car. The car looked like it was from a salvage yard. It was red and definitely an old model, from the 90s or so. Then, I started to notice that this car was actually following me. Mind you, I was running very slow, so there's no way that this was its actual speed. The problem is that at the end of the street, I could only turn to the right, and this was where the car was. It could easily block my path. I didn't turn my head much, but I could only see from the side of my eye that there was one guy in this car. I had my phone in my right hand. I started to discreetly turn off the music in order to be able to hear what was happening around me. I kept running very slowly, and understand that this car kept following me. I was wearing a pair of headphones, and the driver probably thought that I could not hear or see him. He kept following me until we reached the end of the street. At that moment, instead of turning to the right, as he expected me to do, I went back to my path and started to run quicker. What I heard as soon as I went back petrified me. The man in the car got extremely mad and started to punch his steering wheel violently. I was able to hear his punches, even though I was still wearing my headset, which should give you an idea of how hard those punches were. He then quickly started to brake and reverse back toward me. This day I was quite lucky, and several cars were badly parked on the street. It prevented him from being able to reverse fast enough to catch me, because he had to avoid several of them. I knew these streets by heart, since I was only four streets apart from my house. I was able to run up until I got to my house, breathless and shocked. That night, I hadn't told anyone where I was going, and when my mom asked me how was my jogging, I just told her that it was good. This is probably the creepiest encounter I've ever had. I was 14, and like every kid my age, we were using splat box dye from Walmart. There was a new color that I had to have. I asked my mom to drive me one night at midnight. I would run in and run out. She didn't even have to get out. She drove around the parking lot to wait for me, I walk in at the same time as a few other people, and I immediately noticed this man. He was tall, but would put you in the mind of Chris Delia. At least 30 to 35. He offered me a shopping cart as I walked in, and I didn't think anything of it. I told him no thanks, that I was just there for one thing. I live in a small town, and everyone is always really nice. Anyways, I'm walking to the hair dye area, and I don't notice it at first, but he's following me. I walk into the aisle, and he's right behind me. I was looking through the hair dyes, and he asks, Let me guess, blue? You look good in blue. I changed my hair a lot, so I don't remember the color I actually got, but I corrected him, awkwardly chuckled, and then I went to check out. I didn't see him following me, so I just thought it was ironic that we were in the same aisle. I walk outside, and he's standing against the wall next to the benches. I'm not really sure how he left before me, but come to think of it, he didn't have a shopping cart or a bag. I didn't notice him at first because I was more worried about my mom finding me and picking me up. I saw him, but... I didn't realize it was him because it was kind of dark, and I didn't see her car circling. As I'm watching and waiting, I realize I left my phone in the car so I couldn't call to tell her I was ready. I figured she would eventually realize. As I'm waiting, he suddenly speaks and goes, Huh, no ride? A pretty girl like you shouldn't be standing out here alone. He laughed and continued, Sorry, I'm not a creep, I swear. I have kids, so, as a parent, I wouldn't want my daughter standing out here alone. Or something along those lines. I just froze. He clearly realized I was a minor. I said, No, I'm waiting for my mom to roll around. Hope she didn't run off and leave me. (laughs) I said, but nervously laughed. He's still standing kinda behind me as I'm watching, he moves forward and goes, Are you sure? Because if you need a ride, I have that van over there. See, I told you I was a dad. It didn't really make sense to me because it wasn't a soccer mom van. It was clearly a construction van. The free puppies inside kind of van. Luckily, I see my mom's Altima and said, Oh, no thanks, there she is. He hands me his number on a gas station receipt, and said, "'Well, if you ever change your mind about that ride, call me and let me know.' He then winks and walks off. "'I didn't think too much of it then. "'I just thought it was weird. "'I'm 25 now, and sometimes I think about it when I'm at Walmart. "'What if I had taken him up on that offer? "'Was he really a dad? "'And what the heck was in that van?' I've never told anyone this story and definitely didn't tell my mom, but I'll probably send it to her now. I've been lurking in this sub for a hot minute, and I saw a post that reminded me of this, so I had to share. I'm on mobile, so obligatory apology for formatting, This was years ago, so I'm sorry if any of the details are fuzzy or unclear. I'm currently 18, and I'm female, and when I was about 11, my stepsisters and I, maybe around 15 and 8 at the time, used to walk to the park near my stepdad's house during the summer. My parents were okay with this because it was just a quick drive from the house to the park in case of emergency. My stepsisters were playing on the equipment, and I was by myself on the swing. A group of teenage boys were a few feet away, but I wasn't really paying any attention to them. Well, I wasn't until they started pointing at me and whispering. The vibe was just getting weird. So, I started calling out to my stepsisters, just stuff like, Hey, what time is it? Uh, When are we supposed to head home? Etc. signal that I wasn't there alone. These dudes walked up to me and struck up a conversation. Pretty normal at first, so I talked with them for a few minutes. Then one of the guys keep in mind he had to be around 15 or 16 started asking if I had a boyfriend or if I had a crush on anyone. Stuff like that. And it started getting weirder. As I'm typing this, I just remembered that this guy literally asked me if I, an 11-year-old, had ever touched myself. It starts getting a little fuzzy around here, so do bear with me. I can't remember how I tried to excuse myself from the conversation, just that I got up and started walking away so I could find my stepsisters and leave. This guy grabbed my arm and said something along the lines of, Can I have a kiss before you leave? His friends were laughing and egging him on, acting like it was completely normal. I told him no, and I started trying to get away again, but his friends were crowding around me. By the time I broke free and found my stepsisters on the other side of the playground, I was bawling. The older stepsister, let's call her Kay, was trying to calm me down and asked me what happened. I told her everything, and she grabbed my other stepsister, who was still playing, and said we needed to leave. These guys started following us out of the park, and Kay spun on them and started yelling for them to leave us alone. The dude got defensive, and told her that all he'd done was ask if he could kiss me. He kept trying to grab my hand, and then I did something that, to this day, I'm still proud of. I punched the guy. Not in the face or anything, just a hit to the gut, but it was enough to distract him and his friends, long enough for us to get out of there. I don't remember a lot after that. We told our parents when we got home, and my stepdad drove down to the park to see if he could catch them, and he wanted to call the cops, but they were gone by the time that he got there. Once last week, and once this week, I was temporarily followed by a red car while driving to work. I know next to nothing about types of cars, and being that I begin driving to work at 4am, it's dark once I leave, and it's very complicated to see license plates with lights pointed at you. My first encounter, I began driving down the street. It leads to a four-way past some apartments, and then into the city center. I noticed a vehicle waiting to turn at the entrance of the second apartment building, thinking nothing of it as some others are up as early as me, and it's not unusual for them to be waiting for me to pass, as it would have been unsafe to go in front of me. Once I drive past and go to the light, the vehicle pulls out and goes through the light the same way I did. Not unusual at all. I turn left, the vehicle turns left. I stop halfway onto the next road, as a doe with two fawns are crossing the street. The car behind me waits to get out of the turning lane as I'm already blocking the road. I continue on, taking a right and then a quick left, headed toward the train tracks. I suddenly got a feeling that I should turn down the road just before the track and let the car pass me, as it was still following me, I do just that, quickly pulling a U-turn once the car is out of my sight. I wait for a moment, and then I pull back out, taking a right toward the track. I don't see the car anywhere. Not even a minute later, I see a headlight waiting to turn on my left. It's the same car. They drove into the parking lot of a little park, and then turned back around toward the entrance. I sped up a little, and watched as they pulled out into my rearview mirror. They cut across the road, and then sat there. They did not move. In just one look down and then back, the car was gone. Literally nowhere to be seen. The second encounter, I'm a bit further down the road that I was originally on. As normal, I'm listening to my music, and the road is empty except for one truck that passes me on the other side. I then see a car waiting to turn on my right. Same shape and color as the one before. Once again, it's unsafe for them to pull out in front of me, and I can't see their blinker if they had it on. I keep going. The car pulls out behind me, facing my car, and sits. It doesn't go anywhere. The speed limit goes up. I look behind me one last time, and once again, it's gone. Not a single pair of headlights or brake lights behind me. I have yet to see this vehicle again, but I have a strong feeling it's the exact same person in both encounters. I don't know if they were trying to catch my license plate by sitting in the street, but I'm now on high alert when I'm headed to work. I'm afraid one day they're going to continue to follow me and not disappear. Update. Ever since I posted this, I have not encountered this car or had any event similar thankfully So I work at a retail store as a cashier and a few weeks ago this older couple late 30s early 40s came in it was around 9:40 p.m. and the store was practically empty this lady comes up to exchange an item and in the middle of the transaction, a dude comes up and stands next to her. He also has an exchange that I have to call my manager to approve. She approves it, and then leaves. While I'm exchanging what he bought, the lady says, "'Your eyelashes are really pretty.' I wear big falsies. I thank her, because it's pretty chill and nice, you know. But then the dude follows it up with, "'Yeah, isn't she pretty too?' And she agrees. I'm a little weirded out by it, and I just thank them again. This man then asks, So, when do you get off work? Like, what the hell? Even if this was just a sarcastic and weird version of a compliment, what the hell are you supposed to say to that? I just ask him if he had a rewards card, and he chuckles and makes a comment on me not answering his question. I ignore him and tell him his total. When they leave, I'm low-key freaking out. I was scheduled to get off at 10, and our parking lot is mad sketchy. It's huge with one light that's in the middle of the lot. Now, I parked under this light because that's the safest, but no, it's a terrifyingly long and dark walk to it. We also have zero cameras. The only co-worker at the register was too far to hear the exchange, and no other customers were around. Now, I'm debating asking my manager for someone to walk me out. I'm female, 17, but I've always told myself that I would never be at risk to be attacked, as I'm 5'11", and 2'45", with the linebacker shoulders. I also frequently get confused for a 20-something year old, just adding on to the idea that in my head I'm too... threatening to try. But... Sitting at my register, thinking, I realized just because this 5'8 man and his 5'4 girlfriend were the ones being weird to me, doesn't mean they don't know a 6'2 person, or a few persons to face me. I broke, and Walkie, the manager, to come see me, and I explained to her what happened. At first, I told her just the guy was being weird because I thought she would believe me more, but then she informed me that she helped them in the store and the girl referred to the guy as her boyfriend. I then told her how she was also being weird, and she agreed to walk me out. At the end of my shift, I had a mini panic attack in the break room, and my manager plus one of my coworkers walked me out to my car. It was painfully awkward, because I felt dumb for no one being out there. I'm 36 and male, but this story is from about 10 years ago. It may not be as creepy as some others on here, but it still freaks me out a bit to this day. I was driving home from my sister's house late at night, probably around midnight. There really weren't any cars on the interstate, and when I was about halfway home, I was passing a car who was going a bit slow for the speed limit. As I was pulling next to them... I saw the driver out of the corner of my eye just staring at me with this puzzled look. I thought nothing of it and just kept going. All of a sudden, he decides to speed up and keep pace with me. I look over again, and he's got that same look on his face. Then, I noticed there was another guy in the passenger seat looking over at me too. I didn't think anything of it again, but when he slowed down... And kind of passed over two lanes to get to my right and keep pace again. I started to get concerned. I guess he wanted the passenger to see me better. I just kept driving and they stayed behind me. I was switching lanes to see if they would do it too, and they did. They followed my every move. I get to my exit and they, of course, follow me off. There's a light at the bottom of the exit. I get there, and I kind of see them somewhat in the rearview mirror. I can see them pointing at me, and getting somewhat animated or hyped when doing it. I go on green, and they follow. I knew I was getting followed for sure now. I wasn't leading them to my house. I have a concealed carry permit, and I had my 9mm with me. I wasn't going to pull over to the street to shoot, so... I decided to make sure they were following. I took a few turns here and there, and they followed every step. I decided I wasn't taking this crap. I pulled into a Walmart parking lot, and I parked. They pull in a few seconds later, and when they did, I hopped out, gun in hand. They didn't see it right away, because they pulled towards my passenger side. The driver began to roll down his window, and started to say something. The passenger unclicked his seatbelt like he was going to jump out. Before the driver could even finish whatever he was saying, I raised my gun up and pointed. I yelled, Who the hell do you think you're following? His eyes were like saucers. He just yelled, Oh crap, and whipped it around and floored it out of the lot. I just got back in and drove home, but I didn't go straight home. I took a lot of extra turns to make sure they weren't following me again. Kind of had me rattled the rest of the night. I slept with my gun on the nightstand, which is something I never do. This was back when I was a senior in high school. There was an English teacher that was fresh out of college that all the girls had a crush on. He had the whole look of the sexy tortured artist with a tweed jacket and glasses. He knew the girls all had crushes on him too. I, female 17 at the time, had him for a poetry elective. I'm pretty good at writing poetry, so we always had reason to single me out or talk to me. He had complimented me several times on my style and my writing and my hair. It always felt a little weird, but I just tried to ignore it and say thank you. His looks lasted a little too long, and his hands would linger on my shoulder or my desk. One day, we were outside on the lawn beside the track and trying to write a poem based on things found around us. I always dressed a little eccentric, and this was back when those dresses that are shorter in the front and longer in the back were popular. I had baby bangs, and both sides of my head were shaved, but there was enough hair on top of my head that I could cover the shaved parts if I wanted to. Think the girl with the dragon tattoo, the English version. So I'm wearing a blue dress that's very flowy with the shorter front and my weird hair, just writing some poetry, when the teacher comes over and sits beside me. He sits close like it's to read my work, but he makes no move to actually read what I've written. We make small talk about the day and how we are for a moment, and then he says, You look like a French model today. I say thank you, and then something about the poem I'm writing. He says, No, seriously, you look really good today. There was just something creepy in that smile, and the insistence behind it, so I said I needed to go to the bathroom, and I left. I just got my bag from the classroom, and I didn't go back. The next semester, he was dating one of the other English teachers that was also right out of college. All the students used to think it was such a cute love story, but all I could think of was the weird compliments and looks he gave me for the rest of the semester that I was in his class. I'm sorry if this isn't creepy enough, but it creeped me out at the time, and it still does. This story is not as creepy as the others here, but it's been freaking me out. I have a black German Shepherd named Lucy who is very reactive to other dogs and sometimes people. Due to this, I walk her past 10pm to avoid dogs and people. I live in a relatively safe neighborhood. My apartment community is tightly knit, with small parks in the middle. Last night, I walked Lucy at around 11.30pm. This is a great time to walk her, and because there aren't any dogs and extremely rarely is there someone walking. As I'm walking her, a military green-colored SUV comes toward me and slows down next to me. I look up, and I make sure that I get a good look. I always make it a rule to acknowledge and remember people in cars that pass by. The car eventually stops next to me, and I can make out two men in the front. When I turn to look, they smile. I just turn away, continuing on my way, and they drive off. But... They're the only thing on my mind at that point. I speedwalk across the street to the street that my apartment is on, but as I cross, I hear the SUV. The SUV had made a U-turn to come back towards me. I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong. They could pull up next to me and try to do something. They might hurt Lucy, etc. As my heart is beating out of my chest... Two girls come out from the building next to me and make their way to a car right next to me. At this point, the SUV drives past me and stops at a red light. They make another U-turn, and it comes to a full stop facing me from across the street. I walk down, continuing to stare at them and trying to get a better look. I can't see them very clearly, because there's a median in the road with tall plants. I make a right to my apartment entrance, and as I make the right, they drive away. I'm honestly not sure if I was followed, but if I wasn't, then that was the worst coincidence. The most annoying part for me was that I almost froze if it hadn't been for the girls, and I felt so unprepared, even though I always take precautions. But I am now... Looking into self defense classes. I don't know if this is the right sub for this encounter as it happened back in the early 80s when I was about six months old, and I don't remember it. But essentially, what happened is that my parents and my two brothers and me were at Pizza Hut with my parents' best friends, who had three girls of their own. After eating, everyone left to go back to my house, and they accidentally left me at the Pizza Hut. My mom was in one car, and my dad was driving in another car, and my mom thought that my dad had me in his car, and my dad thought my mom had me in the other car. It wasn't until they got home that they realized they had left me at Pizza Hut. They frantically raced back to the Pizza Hut, where they found the manager holding me and keeping me occupied. Here's the creepy part. The manager told my parents that the waiter had been serving my family, and their friend noticed that a kind of shady-looking couple were at the table that we had all been sitting at, and they were holding me in their arms. The waiter knew that the couple wasn't part of our group, and he notified the manager, telling him that he thought my parents had left me there by accident. The manager said he came out to see what was going on, and when he saw the couple starting to head out the door with me, the manager said he yelled out to the couple and asked them what they were doing with me. The manager said the man who was holding me looked startled and just handed me over to him without saying anything and then the couple quickly left. My parents and I, we still think about that to this day, and what could have happened had the manager not stepped in to intervene. I try and laugh it off as an honest mistake because I know my parents feel horrible about it. Granted, none of us are sure what the intentions of that couple were, but it creeps me out that they could have possibly been trying to abduct me all right so that was a collection of 10 count them 10 creepy encounters some honestly terrifying ones um two involving a red car which is kind of bizarre apparently creeps drive red cars and also the the, the green suv so Yeah, um, really great stories. And as always, hopefully someone can listen to these and potentially take some education from them to always be aware of their surroundings. Don't trust people you don't know. Um, And yeah, just make good decisions and look out for yourself, of course. And uh, thank you to everyone who lets me use their stories, as always. And if you all enjoyed this, please do hit that thumbs up button, letting me know you liked it. Leave me a comment letting me know which one of of these stories was your favorite or which one you... Personally, appreciated more. Uh, kind of liked the Pizza Hut one myself. Like, I know it's a horrible situation, but I kind of had to pause at the first paragraph. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever the parents left the child at the Pizza Hut, and I know they said it's it's one of those things like they feel bad and it's a joke now, but I don't know. I work. At, I I used to work. I did. I don't now, but I used to work at a Pizza Hut, and I feel like if we had found a child in the lobby, my manager would not have known what to do. He would have freaked out just saying anyways uh yeah so leave me a comment letting me know which one you thought was your favorite. uh subscribe if you're new to the channel and if you want to support further hit the join button go to patreon.com slash as the raven dreams and for as little as one dollar a month you can support the channel basically push me to keep doing this full time which would be great uh you get early access to all my content and higher uh higher up tiers get higher up stuff like posters and there may be something about a book later on also uh just want to say that we're getting really close to 5k subs, and whenever 5k subs get hit, there will be a giveaway. What will be given away? Hmm, not going to go there yet, so. I've kind of already talked about it earlier, but, you know, there will be stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone again. I hope you all have a beautiful night, and I hope that I will see you on the next video, but until then, sleep well.